Yo, what is up? You have found We Like the Blazers. I am your host, Ryan Whitledge, and dancing with a dead animal underneath a blanket on the other side of the screen is uh, my uh, my lovely host, uh, Brandon Goldner. Brandon, what's up? Dead animal under the blanket. I don't even know what you meant by that, and I am not going to respond to it. I'm doing good, Ryan. Moved into our new house. You were there. Your wife was there helping us move slash eating pizza. I really did appreciate that. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, man. I'm exhausted. Moving is hard. It's also emotionally draining. Even if you really love your house, which we do, it's hard. So anyway, how are you? I'm doing. I'm doing just fine. Uh, I. This is. It's. I just, my daughter turned, who's my oldest, turned 14 on Monday, so I'm trying to wrap my head around that, and it was not made any easier based off the fact that I had to take her to her high school orientation tonight, and just walk, just walked in the door from that, and yeah, so realizing child that she's- is a high schooler. How does that feel? I mean, that's got to be just ridiculous to even wrap your mind around. Yes, and then this time next year, I will, my son, he's 14 months younger than, than my daughter, so I will be taking him to his high school orientation, and then I will I'm going to say 14 years younger, and I'm like, that cannot be right. No, <laughs> no, they're they're 14 months apart, so I'll be taking yeah, him totally. to his high school orientation next year, and yeah, then shortly after that, I'll have two high schoolers, and then I'll feel really old, and uh, I'm not going to lie, uh, I'm thinking about the fact that my oldest is four years away from being an adult, uh, there's so much that she still needs to learn it's terrifying because then i gotta set him loose into the world and yeah i will say it's interesting yeah selfishly can i just make this about me interesting for me to think about as someone who is older than you does not have children is planning on having children that you by the time i have my first child i'll be beginning a journey that you started at literally a generation ago and it's again repeating this i am older than you so that's weird um i i have i have always found it slightly enjoyable that even though i had children at a young age like i believe i was 23 when my daughter was born yeah math works math checks out there 23 when she was born right having a realization that yeah having the realization then that i will be quote unquote done raising them uh at the ripe young age of 42 yeah i can i can deal with that but ryan you're never done you're never done especially uh, your kids love you and you're going to be a part of their lives forever you're never done you're always going to be a parent and i obviously it's different when they move out but um well congratulations to your daughter that is exciting uh starting high school is Kind of like where the Blazers find themselves. They're starting something new. They're in the middle of how is this analogy is terrible and failing. Uh, yeah. Help me. Save me from this. Just no, awful no, I, you got to complete it. Complete it. It's roll like it the Blazers over. are stepping into a new space with new people. You know, they're looking at all the other teams and all the other teams look so much older and more mature than them. And it's very scary and it's new and it's going to take years for them to kind of, you know, adjust to it. Sort of like the same thing, like a rebuilding team, basically a rebuilding team in the NBA is the same as someone you went to high school. Same thing. Don't question it. Totally makes sense. Completely logical. It's not that I'm absolutely exhausted and cannot think definitely not that. 
close enough. It was a reach, but I'll give it to you. You, 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 you <laughs> I tried. You, the, you, I can. I'm not going to say you landed the plane successfully, no. but it made it on the runway. I'm not entirely sure if the wheels were down at the time, but you, you zero you got deaths, it there. several injuries, but all the passengers are alive, and that's all we care about. Ryan, where this are we starting to today? You by Boeing? No. <laughs> so uh, real we do quick, need sponsors. we're gonna. <laughs> Uh, real quick, uh, congratulations to the Portland trailblazers. Um, our beloved team, the partial namesake of this podcast for going winless in this extended month of February. I love that people have said that, ah, well, at least it's February. It's a short month. It's short by one day. We're in a leap year, folks. You lost one day from the average month length. But, you know, there was the all-star break in there, so whatever. But 0 for 9 in the month of February, good job. That is pro-tanking. All of us who took the uh, the under of 28 and a half, we, hats off to you. Ryan, yes, do you know, what, you know what the kids call that? They call that what? understanding the assignment. Thank you very much. As soon as Joe Cronin laid his beady little eyes on Olivier Saar, we knew this team was going to be taking and tank. They did. Congratulations to them. Indeed. I mean, how do you feel about that? Like uh, it felt, I, I mean, this is like moral victory territory. Didn't it feel like a lot of those games were pretty competitive and like not quite as unwatchable as they had been at different points of the season. Uh, outside of that abysmal three for 32 shoot or whatever the hell it was, the 9% three point shooting night from the, uh, the other night uh, outside of that. Yeah. And that's kind of all I want as a fan watching these games is, you know, I'm, I'm understanding that, you know, you're not trying to win. You're, you're not trying to intentionally absolutely suck, but I've wanted enjoyable games that are competitive for the most part, at least 65% of the game. And then it gets away from them and you lose and you hope your ping pong stuck. It's uh, that's, that's what you can ask for when they're horrible to watch games and they're getting blown out by 62 points. Those are not the fun games of the season, but lately we've been getting a little bit more of the fun games of the fun losses. So of course, referencing the January 11th, absolute disaster class against Oklahoma city thunder. Let me quickly rattle off in this losing streak. This is how much they have lost by 12 points, nine, six, nine, 12, 37, 15, 13, and 10. That's not that bad, right? Like in some of those games they were leading and they blew leads. Some of those games they had little mini comebacks. So like, yeah, I think, it, and this is with tons of injuries, right? Like we're talking about injuries to Anthony Simons, injuries to Scoot Henderson, injuries to Malcolm Brongdom, injuries to DeAndre Ayton for a time. And now he's injured again. And luckily the x-rays on him came back negative more on that in a second. But this team has looked somehow more cohesive question mark, sprightly question mark, feisty question mark, despite all the injuries. And despite the fact that they're tanking, this is what we want as Blazers fans. You already said it. We want them to get the highest possible lottery odds. And we don't want to be gouging our eyes out while they do it. Ryan, is this not like the most absolute perfect way that the Blazers could have rung in the month of March? Yeah, yeah, it is. And one of the funnier tweets, I think somebody dug up Sean Hyken's old, uh, old tweet of saying that the Blazers were never going to be bad enough to be able to catch Charlotte. 
And then oh, after the Charlotte loss, after the Charlotte loss, they were tied in the loss column. And I was just like, Oh gosh, that's, that's funny. And by the way, to hold on to receipts for that long, like seek help. Like I, I look, that Hey, that strikes I, me as something you would do. I'm not going to lie. If you go to at like the Blazers on Twitter, you will see, I had forgotten it was hiking that did it. I did tweet something like, Oh man, like blazers reporters saying that, the no, 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 it was that. Sorry. It was at a preview that I wrote for blazers edge. Check out my work at blazers edge.com. I said something to the effect of, you know, it streaks like Charlotte just went on that make it really difficult to say, Oh, the blazers are locked in when you have so few wins, even a small winning streak can turn the tables on that. I'd forgotten it was hiking. And so it was after the fact. So I sort of you're not wrong. I sort of did say it without saying it again. I forgot it was him that said it, but knew that some reporter had said, Oh, they're basically locked in, but that's why you can never give up hope on the tank. You can never give up hope on the tank tank. Hope springs so, eternal tank hope tank. Okay. So it's too late in the day at this point. No, we'll just, it's the happy cat. That's pushing the tank along. That's what you're going for. There, the there happy go. cat that's pushing the tank along that. So um, you mentioned Deandre Ayton. So, uh, you know, the, the game just the other night, he, was having a monster game, took an absolutely nasty fall. And, you know, as you said, x-rays came back negative. Um, we're kind of getting a little bit to the point of the season where some of these new injuries are going to be keeping guys out for an extended time and, you know, or nagging injuries are going to start getting players out that, you know, in ways that won't get the team fined, but, yeah, you know, nagging I, injuries, I, injuries, look at what my hands are doing. Air quotes but, uh, to the how sky. Do you, how do you feel about Aiton and like that performance that he was putting on before he got injured? Because like that's the I, I hate to say it, that's the dominating that we'd been hoping to he see was when he got dominating, right? I was gonna say he got you here. Beat me to it. He was dominating, man. Like you said, in 18 minutes, he had 12 and 10 with two assists, two steals, and a block. He was dominating and look over his last 13 games, even with that truncated game, he's been averaging 18, 11, two, one, and one on 63% shooting. This is the player the Blazers thought they were getting. I don't know what happened at the beginning of the season. I don't know if he'll go into another one of those slumps again. We don't know, right? The future is not foretold. All I know is that this version of Deandre Aiden is a lot of fun to watch. It's exactly what the Blazers need. It's the type of person that you want someone like Scoot Henderson developing with. Frankly, like if DeAndre Ayton has found his groove, if he feels comfortable with this crew, if he feels comfortable with the coach, he feels comfortable with the players and he's willing to play this type of a role on this kind of a team. That's great. Remember that he has like the, the early years, of the Phoenix suns were not filled with a whole lot of winning, but for the last couple of years, DeAndre Ayton has become, he, he was a part of teams that were, contending or pretending to at least pretending to contend. So if he's cool with this role on this team, I think it's great. Yeah, I, I agree. And you know, I it's with so little quote unquote left to play for, you know, I take these players that, you know, are part of the blazers long-term future and that it's not the Russian back, you know, we're not, you don't need them back. You don't necessarily need, to see them, just let them rest up, recuperate with the team, gel with the guys, become professional towel waivers. But I, I think that's where we're at at the point in the season. And 
I'm curious to see. Oh, you got your hand raised. All right. What? Yes, and sir. Zoom. Apparently, you know if you hold your hand like this, yeah, see Zoom will actually wait for it. Wait for it. Oh my gosh! Look at that. Lower Never hand. understood it. Why does the screen need to show me a hand that is raised when the screen is also showing this. me a hand that is raised? It's not for one-on-ones. It's for when you're in a group setting so the person presenting can see it. That's the reason why. I want to say one more thing about DeAndre. And for better or worse, he's not going anywhere. I don't care how well he plays. You are probably not going to be able to trade off of his $133 million contract like it's mm-hmm. just probably not going to happen. I mean, to be fair, he only has what two more guaranteed, fully guaranteed years uh, next year at thirty-four million, and the following year at thirty-five million. He would be very difficult to trade without attaching assets to it. And the Blazers, why would they attach an asset to a player when they're trying to collect assets and rebuild? So I guess my point is this: he's not going to be traded. He's not going to be waived. DeAndre Eaton will be a part of this team for the next two years, if you like it or not. So yes, like a part of me, I, I, to be honest, like knowing that I think I am really rooting for him to succeed. Also, Ryan, did you know that at the season holder tickets season ticket holder event that I was invited to by Seth sheriff of PDX shout out to Seth. Awesome person. Uh, they selected me to shoot on the court. Greatest moment of my blazers life. And who was it? Ryan, which blazers player in the concourse, as he's walking back, following his obligations, because they took pictures of the fans and stuff, who was it that said, hey, man, nice shooting out there? Which player was it? Of course, Chauncey, it was. Chauncey Billups. It was not. It was, <laughs> however, DeAndre Aiden. He's 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 honestly, like, a, a cool guy. I like his co- – and he's been playing so much better since those comments he made about, like, I'm a max player and, you know, whatever. I don't need to prove anything. I legitimately think, and I wish that someone would ask him about that. I legitimately think that the blowback to those comments, that's when you see his play has changed. I do think he realized that's not a great look for me. I I think that he was Mm -hmm. self-aware enough to know that. Yeah. So congratulations on the, uh, was the season ticket holder event where there are a lot of people there? Like, I mean, it, it, it from, and even from being there, do you get a sense that there's a lot of people that are interested in renewals? I don't have anything to compare it to, to be honest. I'm not a season ticket holder myself. I'm a loose part of the third bench, uh, section 317. Don't kill me if I get that wrong. Um, thank you. Uh, so, you know, hey. <laughs> it puts the thumbs up on the screen. Let's go. Using Zoom to its full capability. I don't have anything to compare it to. Here's what I will say when they ask people, oh, and how many years have you been a t- season ticket holder? Like, a lot of people were saying either my friend gave me the ticket or it's like my first year, like, and I'll be really honest. I hate to expose myself on air like this, but when they asked me, I could have said my friend gave me a ticket. What I did say was it's my first year. Shout out to the third bench. To be fair, since I did pay for the ticket, I've technically now invested into a season ticket holder group. So, I mean, I don't know, but like, so all to say, I don't know. I like, it was, it was several hundred people. Maybe it was a thousand. It's hard to tell, uh, but it mm-hmm. was really, really fun. It was super cool. Like it was good vibes. So the reason I ask is because, you know, and this is a little old news, but you know, now that we're getting back on a regular recording schedule, you know, the sports business journal, it did an article and it was looking at, um, 
sports viewership and RSNs and, and teams and, and all their ratings. Uh, part of that in there, they were, they also talked about attendance trailblazers for this being a down year actually have about a 1.5% increase from their last year over year, um, on attendance, which actually kind of struck me as odd. I I'm going to assume that's just based off sales numbers and not necessarily based off bodies walking into the door, but the very, well, damning thing for the team is that they, you know, they experienced a 49% drop in their TV ratings compared to last year. And I'm, I can speak for myself. I can speak for myself on what has affected my viewership and, and the ways I watch games. But I mean, does that does surprise you at toot torts? No, because I don't blame root sports. <laughs> the, the oh, Blazers but that's the trendy thing to do. It, it is the trendy thing to do, but at the end of the day, as much as people want to hand wave for the organization and be like, hey, they don't control this, blah, 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 they're still the ones that entered into the agreement with, with Root Sports. And while I understand it from a, a general numbers game, Root Sports is something that at the time that they entered in the agreement with them – was available in more households than they previously were on Comcast Sportsnet. More carriers, more ways. The funny thing is that I feel as though Comcast offers more technology to be able to watch games. Root is not something that has a standalone streaming app. Um, You you basically have to have a cable package, and then it does not help that... um, uh, the company that owns Root uh, decided to say F you to the Trailblazers and did the tiered price increase right as the season was started. That is not something that was the Blazers' fault, but they were the unfortunate victims of that. But, you know, while it has the possibility of, of having more eyeballs on your product, it seems to be somehow less accessible. Is that well, kind of like the say... vibe that you're getting? Well, yeah, no, it is. Because I was about to say... It's and I know that this is hard to quantify. It's not about how many people can potentially access it because it's part of their package. It's how many people are watching, how many people would like to watch and do not have a legal way of watching me. Right. Cause I, I mean, mm-hmm. and look, I I've been dabbling with potentially purchasing Fubo, Fubu. Fubu. Oh, Fubu. Oh, God. But like, and, and I can't even like, I don't know. I already pay enough for my internet. I have to pay literally the same amount for television that the only thing I want to watch is the Blazers. Give us a way to simply. Pre- so we, this is, I mean, old hat. We've already talked about all this. I'm with you. Yes. It's not necessarily about how many households has root and can potentially watch the game. It's how many people want to watch the game and can or can't. And right now it does seem less accessible. Yeah. And like, for me personally, like when they went to root, I had, you know, I had Comcast internet. Um, I'm an old school direct TV customer. I had cut the cord. I got rid of that. And then when the Blazers switched over to root, um, they were off of YouTube TV and me and a couple buddies, we had been sharing a YouTube TV cause you can have up to five people or whatnot. So when that went away, I was Ryan looking around not and want to get sued today. Not today. Satan. <laughs> And, um, I was, well, no, it's, it's, it's legal. You can share it, but, uh, as long as you add them, I just think it's funny that you had to mention it. It's like, ah, just in case anyone's wondering, 
But um, sir, what is your no. social security number? <laughs> it is uh, f- f- six. Not no. Um, so yeah. Anyways, but at the time that I'm looking around and I called up Xfinity and it was you know only about thirty dollars to add cable and I was like oh. Sweet. I'll go ahead and add that. Uh, it is no longer the case. And that right is now, no longer I want, the case. Uh, no. Now uh, it is, like, I if think, you carrying, watch, it's like 90 extra bucks or something. Like, I am depending currently on the, carrying yeah. it is 97 extra dollars. And that no, is with me on, taking that is more than I pay for Internet. Why would I pay that just to it's just, so like, yeah. We and, all know hold that, on. and on top of it, that is with me getting that little discounted rate that they offered for a six months premium to continue with having root on in that package tier. So I'm not even flexing. It's the handsome man discount. Look, not yeah, all so, of us can so be so I'm lucky. Not, okay. No, they, 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 that was a thing. That was a full on thing. They were, the blazers themselves were running that promotion on, on stuff on route. Like, Hey, go ahead and call. Here's this. But you know, that promotion runs out in, I want to say a month. And the wife you know and what I, the blazers? We're, on, we're honestly, we're, we're cutting it. We're getting rid of cable because for one, you know I the have blazers? many, many options to stream games creatively, but go ahead. I, I understand sports as a business. I do understand that. I also think it's weird for the team to be talking out of both sides of its mouth with like, Oh, we really want to increase access and have fans access the games. And by the way, it's like very difficult to access the games in any way. That's like financially makes sense for 90% of people. You know what they could do, Ryan be easy enough for the team to simply go to Comcast, Ubo, whatever, and be like, we want you to create, a promotional code where if fans enter this code, they get a certain amount off of their service for like six months or a year or three or even three months, anything like that. Would it cost the team money? Yep. Would it be a direct and very visible show that the team actually cares about increasing access to fans and not just saying we're going to wait until the new contract because look, and I respect People who report on this team for a living, I respect each and every one of them. There's not one person who I don't have respect for. I'm racking my brain to think of someone who I like. I fundamentally don't respect. There's nobody. I do respect all of them. And also, I am, Ryan, I'm sick and tired of hearing from Blazers reporters who need to maintain access to the team in order to continue to have a job telling us, oh, you just wait. You just wait until the team negotiates the next contract. It's going to be so great and so good. And just trust me, oh, they really, oh, really want to do something. They really do want to help the fans. They could do something right now, Ryan. Open up your pocketbook, Jody Allen. That's what you have to do. Well, if you would like, if at, you'd like to expand the access to fans, that's something you could do. Doesn't have to be a big amount. Could be small, could be for a short amount of time. That's how you could do it. The Blazers, they they kind of test drove this a little bit. They did one game last season. I want to say it was a preseason game. Ooh, one and game. they did two or three preseason games this year, kind of as a test drive and they bounced around networks. (laughs) No, just follow, follow me through on this where they were carried over. They were on over the air air network. And so there was, I want to say two of them were on Fox and one of them was on the CW. And by all intents purposes, everything that you're hearing is that the blazers are aware of the situation. They, they were caught flat footed. No, Brandon, you have no, the they were virus. caught unaware and flat-footed based on the price increase. That was not something that they were necessarily happy about, and they understand. So, but something that is within their power and that 
I, you know, I'll, I'll drop the dreaded sentence. I've made some texts and no, it is the Blazers are legit look, planning on doing this as early as next season of going back to root and buying back, you know, 41 games and put it and working out a deal to get those on like a Fox or a CW so that they what are have they legit. Done to my boy. What have they done? It's, but but see, they don't need they. What they need to do is is that they need to get back on an over the air thing, and you're seeing that because even um, what was it? Phoenix uh, is doing new, it, right? The new owner and the yeah. Suns, yes, to the and he did make the extra step of like literally, if you did not have the equipment in order to get the over the air cable, you could go to the Suns website, put in a thing, and they'd freaking mail you the the basic antenna. But that's the a you know I don't expect very visible show that they're trying to expand access to fans. Correct. And I don't expect Jody Allen and the Blazers and, or anyone to start mailing out antennas to people. But if you're telling I me want that they're going to go Allen to drive to my house and install okay, the I want her steaming. That's what I want. Peering down the road in the little Am- or Amazon delivery truck and <laughs> hop out. Maybe she I can wear the little Bert shorts. Cole, the Jody Allen. No, no, it's got to be Jody Allen. She's got to be wearing the little shorts so that, you know, we can objectify her like she did those secret service workers but whatever uh, or listen those, uh, we've got right over here drinking the company kool-aid he's just pumping the company lines telling us it's all gonna be okay ryan what about today what about tomorrow what about this season this team to your point viewership is down this team Do you is tanking watch this shitty team more this season i don't I would like to, yes, I want to see dominate and I want to see Scoot Henderson once he's back. I want to see how Anthony Simons and Scoot and Shaden Sharp, even though he may be out for this season, blend with each other. I want to see more Tamani Kamara to mania, baby. I want to see more uh, Delano Bart Banton. I want to see him. I want to see, look, I, I was not trying to mess up his name on purpose. Is there a post-it note on your screen that had his there name? Is that you not, just had to I am flying. I am free balling this baby, but like, yeah, I they look fans. What I fans want to see the game. I want to see the game. You want to see the game. And again, I know they're in a contract and they can't break it. I get that. I'm not telling them that they need to be the, the Matt Ishbia's of the world and be the Phoenix suns and do something drastic. I'm just saying there is a way to give fans more access because it is very expensive. And that's literally by making it less expensive. It would cost the team money but your viewership is bleeding this team, small market team. Also, are we going to talk about the re- the renegotiation with the city of Portland and the five-year extension on the arena? This team cannot afford to be bleeding fans. This team needs to be developing new fans to buoy the next generation of a team that wants to stay in a small market. That's I, so look, I, I completely and, agree. And it's going to cost them money to buy back those games from root to be able to you've put them on them. a basic cable. Kind of. It's not a bribe. bribe. They literally root owns the broadcast rights for all non nationally televised games. So if the Blazers want to do something like they don't, while they produce all their own crap, they don't, own their own freaking broadcast rights root does at the moment. So if they want to next season, put those on an over the air cable thing to where you can have a freaking $10 antenna that then gets you half the blazers games. They literally have to buy the broadcast price rights back to do that. And, and doing something like that fans I, in order to watch them at this point right now, which is true. And again, like there is something to be said about like, and yeah. look events like the season ticket holder events, like fan fest, like getting people excited about the team. Like I honestly, Ryan, like at that event, like I felt like a little kid 
my Blazers fandom deep in the cockles of my heart was rekindled in a way that hasn't been kindled in a while. And it's not just like only that's the only way you can do it. But in order to make sure that we have another generation of fans to maintain a team that's financially viable in Portland, Oregon, you do need to make sure that people can watch. That's all I'm saying. Correct. And to, and to quickly kind of tie into what you just said, that in arena experience, if you want to ask me where I think the biggest investment into reconnecting with fans needs to go, it needs to be in arena. And the Blazers have done a fantastic job in expanding their food court and expanding their options. Um, and I'm not talking about like redeveloping the Rose quarter area. That's a whole nother fucking story right there on shit. Oh, but actually that'd make a great I, they, episode. They need to focus on making the in arena experience from parking to concessions to all that crap more affordable to bring people in. I understand that a big part of sports these days is how many luxury suites can you fit in there to get those big sponsorship dollars and, and, and all that stuff. And the Blazers have a very good club level. They've built that out. I don't think that there's anything more that they need to do there, but I do think there is a true aspect because I know for me personally, like hell, I think, you've even offered me a, a, a ticket to a game. And part of, part of my calculus in it is, all right, if I'm going to go to the game, I'm going to spend $20 for parking. I'm probably, you know, even if I just have two, you know, two drinks, two beers, there's $30 right there. If I want like freaking two sodas, there's $20 or something like that. Throw in a hot dog. Suddenly this free game that I was invited to has now cost me $75. You can't just bring in your 88 ounce jug of water. <laughs> no, I Let's don't think it. this is, is fitting in the <laughs> fitting through the metal detector. Just but, yeah, your pants and be like, oh, this guy's hung. No, I mean, <laughs> look, you're, you're not wrong. Like, yes, they do need to make the experience more affordable. And hey, I, I would say, why don't we use the Rip City remix to try to like test on like like hand fruit? Orange is coming fruit to Nation. games next. <laughs> Let's get hand fruit nation into the Moda Center. And yeah, like more affordable food options and drink options and, you know, franchises in different sports have experimented with that. And what have they found? They found that they make more profit, not just more sales, more profit. So why yeah, is it the, the, the Mariners? The Mariners have a great thing going because they have, and it's legit something you can find in their app, but they have, it's basically for lack of a better term, their budget friendly stands that are scattered throughout the entire ballpark. And at any point in time, when I'm sitting in the dirt to find them in my seat, inside the bathrooms, (laughs) no, one of them's on the beautiful freaking pavilion that freaking overseas. You can dead eye this, the space needle or whatnot, but like you just pull up the map and it's like, Hey, you know, if you're looking for budget friendly beer, yeah. Hey, go here. They're all $5 drinks. If you're looking for family friendly, you know, food packages, Hey, two hot dogs, two sodas for 10 bucks, you know, go find it here. And it's telling you right at the section to go do it. it, it so like, you, you don't, don't need to like two abandon for 10 bucks. So you don't need to abandon like some of the higher class food. That's good, but they do need to do something to rein in the prices. And I think if, if they want their biggest investment, especially during these down years so that they don't lose season ticket holders along the way and to help bring in new fans that can grow with these younger players, it's the in arena experience. That's fine to have the double soda, double glizzy. I still need to be able to snort my caviar off my artisan cracker. Thank you very much. Um, yes, you can do that. That is in section. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Actually don't like caviar at all. Um, and I never tried it. How are we on time? What are we doing? 
I, I think I think we ranted a little longer, so some of these I, this will give me time to to re re uh, arrange some topics for a future show. But there is definitely a, a an overall reaching NBA kind of wide topic that I do want to touch on later on down the road. But you're you know you're blinking at me with one eye, the other eye is asleep. I don't know what you're gonna do with the dead body that's that I've been staring at underneath this oddly colored blanket. This what whole are you talking? So for all of the listeners. I saw your I, cat run in the background, so I know it's not Zora. You did not. <laughs> and because I'm in a d- new house, different room, cats are not here, very echoey what? room. So oh, I, I have to go check something in that pile right behind you because it moved. I sure hope it did not. Um, that is a toolbox in my sandals because, Ryan, I did put in a dimmer switch. And in so doing, because I didn't realize that one of the switches in the triple switch assembly was a four-way switch where three different switches operate the same light. I actually created quite the spark. I ruined that switch. I now need to order a four-way switch because the hardware's... Anyway, all to say, the room is bouncy. I have my mic and a blanket to try to contain the echo. So as we are doing the podcast more and more, and by the way, we're gonna have a big announcement, not for today, but we will be coming at you consistently every single week with We Like the Blazers. I will find a way to fix my audio and also for us to be on video more because you've got the beautiful background. You've got the blazer stuff. You've got the good lighting. You've got the beard oil going. you got the hat is all clean. Like you look great. I'm sitting here. Like you said, I, I don't know why you kept saying a dead body under the blanket. It's just a that's what it looks like. It looks like somebody's elbow is up like this as you're talking. That would to me. be absolutely terrifying. Um, let's hope that's not the case. I don't think it is. Uh, yeah, but we're going to be coming at you more frequently, which means maybe we could do episodes removed with some pace. And I like to rant if we just rant on one topic hey i feel like i've gotten something done is there anything else you want to jam on before we scoot henderson out of here <laughs> uh nope let's uh Shumani our way out the door i got that that was that was horrible we're gonna delana now if you want to reach out to us you can always do that at we like the blazers.com at like the blazers on twitter you will not find me on twitter anymore but you can find him at the witty ryan you can also find our podcast on any podcatcher even podbean we appreciate you all thank you for listening we're excited to come at you even more frequently even though the team is tanking even though it's impossible to find the game on tv but we're gonna be doing it anyway because we love you until next time that's it i'm brandon Brandon, that's Ryan, and go Blazers. Go Blazers.